0: Hello and welcome to Filling the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Dan. Here on Filling the Gaps, we typically talk about puzzle games and puzzling movies. Today, we are going to talk about two games, but that's because they're both fairly short and they work well together because they are Samrost 1 and Samrost 2. Both are developed and published by Amanita Design. They pretty much, one will continue practically where the first one, so like the first one is a free game. And where that sort of leaves off is where two will pick up. Yeah, two was free as
1: well. Like um and I I've kind of combined them both in my head. So so when I said, Hey, let's do roast um, I forgot that the first one's like a fifteen minute game. <laughs> I finished it going, I remember this being a lot longer. But they were both released as flash games. So I they, they were both free on the internet, but now I think two is for about four bucks on Steam. Um like so, so, something. I think like it's that. about five. Is it right? five? Yeah, so five dollars on Steam. Um Yeah, combine them. Can't talk about a
0: 15-minute game, yeah. (laughs) Originally, Samarovs 1 came out in 2003, but on Steam 2021, I think. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whereas 2 came out in 2005, but it was on Steam, I think, in 2009. I've got weird sets of dates going on here. But the thing is to know that originally they're 2003 and 2005. Yeah, yeah. And, and this was, and Samaros was their
1: first game as a developer, as, as a studio as well.
0: Anita, you will recognize because we've talked about uh, Chuchal before. We have. It's a great game. A number of other great games that we have not quite got to yet, mm-hmm. like uh, I think Machinarium and Creeks, mm-hmm. and probably a few others. I think Botanicula is one of theirs that I'd kind of like to play. Yep.
1: Uh, Happy Game. Happy Game is the new one. It's like a kind of a cute but horror
0: game, it looks fun. All of those we probably will play at some point. i played Pilgrims. I do like it. It's a bit short to talk about on the podcast, but maybe if we do another someday uh, short game recommendations, that would be one that I would definitely bring into play. Hopefully we can talk about Phonopolis then when that comes out, because that's their new one,
1: and it's like one of those um, handcrafted games again, like um, Lumino City
0: and and, uh, things like that. So it would be interesting to see that. As far as Samarask 1, overall, overwhelmingly positive. 2, very positive. Mm -hmm. I think certainly being free does help (laughs) add to the overwhelmingly positive. They are point-and-click games. The environments are really beautiful, often part real, part not. So there is, for example, cliffs, but they seem to be just made out of wood. Mm -hmm. And the wood is like... Photographic wood
1: yeah, I mean, the thing is right we're we 're playing this now in like twenty twenty three right um, but I mean, imagine seeing that in two thousand and three, like imagine playing that in your web browser in two thousand and three this was mind blowing to me at the at the time when I first played this. I play this on, on my computer at work during my
0: break times between class. Sure, during break times. <laughs> it is really beautiful. Some of the logic is a bit out there, but that's very point-and-click adventure game. click on game. everything
1: until you get it right. That's it.
0: Yep. I think they're both worth it. I think the second one being about $5 is a bit much because I finished it in an hour. Yeah. And that's not me bragging I beat it in an hour. That's pretty much the standard I think. So... Mm. I'd wait for a sale on that one, but while you're waiting on that one, you can totally play the first one for free. And maybe if you love it that much, maybe play the second one as well. I could see these being so short at an hour that I probably would play it a few times. Yeah, yeah. I think I completed them multiple
1: times in the past, yeah. Uh, the, The third one, though, is quite pricey. It's like 20 bucks. It
0: is, which isn't that pricey, but I think it's pricey depending on how long I hope
1: it's longer, at least.
0: um, Have you not played the third one? I've not played the third one. No, not yet. Well, someday when we get into that. For now, though, I think it's probably time we just kind of jump into the actual Mm -hmm. game. So there'll be a break between when we talk about Sam Ross 1 and Sam Ross 2. Definitely play the first one, then come back and listen to that part. And then, you know, there'll be a second spoiler warning for Sam Ross 2, if you haven't quite played that yet, but for both of them, it is now time to get into the full discussion. So here it is, your spoiler warning. First off, I do want to ask you, I don't know, is Samorost the name of the place? The name of the, as they put in description, Space Gnome, who is our main character? What is Samorost? So Samorost is a Czech word that's used to
1: describe objects sculpted from discarded wood. Uh, usually for decorative purposes. So, um, he basically, that's, that's his world, isn't it? It's like you said, the cliffs are made out of wood and things like that. So it's like, um, you whittling stuff, I guess, like samaros. Yeah. But samaros has another meaning, which is maverick, composed <laughs> of the parts samo and roast, which means to grow. So like self-growing, autom- o- o- like and it can translate as vagabond, self-identifier, individualist, or wanderer. And so it could be the name of the world in that in that respect or it could be the name of the character.
0: It could be the name of the world because the world's wander in this one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Alright.
0: I don't know. Can I just call him Sam then? Yeah, I don't want to sure. call him I don't <laughs> want to call Horse. him Space Gnome all the time.
1: I mean that's what that's what they call him. They call him Space Gnome. So or just Gnome. Um but yeah, just let's let's call him Sam. Why not? Let's we're on a Sam kick today.
0: Alright. So the game begins in space, a tiny planet made of wood. With an obvious nut and bolt kind of (laughs) coming out of it. There's a little observatory at the top, which also seems to be made out of something real. Yeah, this reminds me
1: of like Button Moon and like those old 80s, like Morph and things like that, like just like
0: those old animations I used to watch when I was a kid. You have to click on the observatory as our main character, let's again say Sam. Sam is going to look out the telescope and see another planet of wood is on a collision course with his. All done virtually with no text, no voice work, no any. I mean, there is voice work and it's very, it's very cute and very funny. <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> uh, I wrote to down here, like on our first map, we're going to get, oh, he's in the way. And, like, <laughs> there's another part where he goes, oh no. And it's just <laughs> so cute. The way the Space Gnome talks. Yeah. To save his little planet or his little world, the Space Gnome is going to take off in a drink can rocket to the other planet. Here we have... I I don't like this guy. The real face guy who's smoking the hookah. I guess that's
1: one of the developers, maybe? It's gotta
0: be. It's gotta be. I, I get it. And yeah, in 2003, this would have been pretty amazing that they could have gotten his face in there like that, but... It looks so weird. I don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like it. I'm sure other people do. Oh yeah. I checked out a walkthrough for a couple of things and the person who made the walkthrough thought that it was cute and loves that guy. So I get it. For some people it will. Yeah. For me, I'm just like get this guy out of here. Yeah. And he's in I think he's in every game as well. Or he's in he's in the second one. He's not. definitely in the second one, yeah. so my guess is probably in the third smoking something else. Yeah, smoking another hookah. This area is A grass-covered set of hills. There is a set of pulleys with a cable and there's a box with a button that just buzzes at you if you try to do it now because you're not ready yet. So what you have to do, you have to click on the guy I don't like enough to get him to smoke all his stuff, drop the hookah, which is key-shaped. Yeah. Click on that key, put it into the box so now the button works.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing is about this game is that you don't actually have to... It's not, it's not like an, an inventory puzzle game. You don't actually have to physically even move the key to the box. Now you just got to click on it and then it just automatically levitates and goes in, doesn't it? So it's just... It's really a game of just clicking on things.
0: <laughs> yes. I needed to walk through for this part because what I didn't understand was that one of the cables for what we will find is a ski lift... was loose. ...is yeah. loose. I didn't see that and i didn't understand why it wasn't working Mm. and i was clicking on what i thought was everything i clicked on the sign could see that that could rotate clicked on the button clicked on the guy who can't smoke now Mm. i could click on people one guy moved i went that's probably important but couldn't (laughs) figure out what was going on so yeah right away i felt bad because this is puzzle one and i can't (laughs) and i can't do it i don't know if this bodes well for the future well, once I figured that out, then the rest was, yeah, a bit of trial and error, but pretty easy.
1: Yeah. Cause the puzzle, the, 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 the clicking as well is good because it, the, the icon changes from like an arrow into this little mitten kind of thing that shows you that you can interact with something.
0: Yeah. You get our little space gnome, Sam, to go up on, he now has keys. I don't know why he brought those, <laughs> but you put him to the top. And if you click on him first, he will go back down the other way so that's why you need to turn the arrow and if the harvester is standing in your way that's where he'll say oh he's in the way like mm. giving you the hint of like right. you need to move this guy so you click on him he goes to the right and now our space gnome sam will ski down into the next level here is a level with sort of huts and what I said are mountain goat birds because I wasn't really sure <laughs> how to describe them. Two will sing. One will just jump down a hole for no apparent reason and then will pop back up. That kind of choo style of humor that they were trying even then. Yeah. There's a fishing pole. So you have to use the fishing pole, of course. Click on that. A fish will come up. Now, I'm not sure exactly what goes wrong here. I suspect... That there are ways that these lizards that crawl up would get the fish before the man could eat it or something. Right. But I just started clicking on them and knocking them off the wall. So I didn't get to that point. But he's basically going to cook up the fish, throw out the skeleton, a bird will pick it up, fly around Sam, and he can hop up and get a ride.
1: Yay. (laughs) It's just such a convoluted way, isn't it? Like, get a fish. He eats the fish. The bird picks up the bones, and then I can hang onto the bones and fly away. Like, not just to hang onto the legs of the bird. Like, <laughs> what? Okay.
0: We are now onto a section of what I refer to as the wooden cliffs. Mm-hmm. So they are cliffs, but they again they're made out of photos of wood. There's a pulley here. We use the valve handle to crank one of the wooden pillars sort of closer and then we have to touch a hole so that a branch sort of like a nose or hose will fly out of a hole and sort of connect into that one which will make flowers grow Mm -hmm. so i'm assuming that it's water or something coming from one tree and being put into the other not really sure it's kind of a gap that do i need to fill yeah Point and click. It worked. Yay. That's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. But now when you click on one of the holes in the cliff, the bees that had just been coming out and not doing anything before will now go to the flowers. You can click on the light bulb that appears there, which turns out is just somebody's head and he will climb to the top and take the head off and put it in a socket and then leave. (laughs) Because of course. You can now get the light on, and this is part of, I guess, a machine that's going to crank up that sphere for Uh, kind of
1: elevator bathosphere
0: kind of thing. Yeah, and so our space gnome Sam is going to hop in there and head down to where there is a tree branch and a sleeping owl. The sphere is going to get stuck on a small branch, and there's a squirrel that seems annoyed by the snoring. I didn't. I was able to do this puzzle, but I didn't quite understand what I was doing so <laughs> there's some worms i think that pop out of the tree if you click on those a woodpecker comes and gets them yeah the owl stops snoring but it doesn't seem to stop sleeping so i'm not exactly sure what i did there the squirrel rather than just trying to play the music loud over the owl refuses to do music because it's covering its ears with its hands But then I think it uses its tail to swap the record. So I just really didn't understand this screen at all. It's cute, though. Yeah. Not so much the squirrel, because, again, they tried to do that weird human face on the squirrel. But this record, no. This record, no. This record is a jam. It's awesome. The owl is hopping up and down. So click on the owl till it hops in the right space to get our bathysphere to drop all the way down onto... The mushrooms, which make that cute noise when you touch them. You can't get through, though, because an anteater is going to try to eat the space gnome and then spit it out every time. We'll not get tired of it. We'll just do it every time. So you have to move a sort of lever that will make the ants walk on the path that is going to get to the anteater so that during that time, you can get your character to move through and up the stairs to a weird little control room, I guess. There's a puzzle here, but it's super easy. Yes. because The dots are on the door. Just match the dots to the power buttons. It's an L shape or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. This gets you inside. This part, I, again, am not really sure what I did.
1: This I mean, is, it's so easy. This, this is the, is the, the control room. The number is on the thing, 50. And so all you got to do is set the temperature. Where is the
0: number? I didn't it's see it. It's right that.
1: under the screen kind of thing. It's right on there. It says 50. And so you just set the dial to 50. And see, I'm not
0: sure that I saw that. I know I turned on the light, and I knew I needed a ladder, and I could see that I could click on those dials. Somehow I just missed the number, so I just clicked on it until it worked. You get the ladder, our little space gnome can climb up, turn the dial, the planets don't collide.
1: Yay! It kind of just like moves, the. this is like a jet engine or something like that, it just pushes the planet out of the way, and it's like, end of game, 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Flies back home, gets cheers. End of game. Yeah, it's cute. It's a great free game, and I again I think that's part of why it's overwhelmingly positive. People don't expect a full game like this.
1: But yeah, what, the, the the place I found these both of these games was this place. Did you ever go on a website called Jay's Games? No, I don't think so. I was worried about Jay's games because it was a really great website. It basically it was like a curator of all the Flash games that were flooding the internet at the time and then he would basically say, like here, here's all the best ones of the week and I would go there every every day. And I was worried because they've well, Flash is shut down now, hasn't it? So it's like you you, you don't you, we don't run Flash on our computers anymore. But still going. That website is still going, and but it, now it's more catered towards like here's free mobile games that you can play and things like that. So they've changed their course and they've they've stayed alive. So shout out to Jay's Games, man. I'm happy to see them still going. On to the second game, then.
0: Yeah. So if you haven't played the second one, well, here's your spoiler warning. We're about to give away all the puzzles for Sam Ross 2. The logo for Sam Ross 2 is a logo that forms out of wood-like designs, which is really cute and works well, given that quite a lot of it is, like you said before, made out of wood. It's the same planet as before. Aliens land, take a dog and some fruit. We and, and we've seen f- that before. <laughs> yeah. This came before GOMO, right? before GOMO. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did put that in my notes as well. Go I've seen this before. (laughs) The space gnome Sam will wake up, see it all happen, and will follow in the same drink can rocket as before. We're going to see the aliens do something with their ship where it knocks on the robot. It presses a button on its chest and lets the ship in. Now, when our gnome lands, it's going to be caught in a tree. Mm -hmm. And the game makes a choice here that I don't necessarily agree with. It's okay. It's cute. It works, it's their style, that's fine, but the way to get our character out of this situation is to take a bug from a different tree and just put it onto this tree. Mm -hmm. It even gives you a helpful arrow, this is what you're supposed to do. What I don't like is, well, how does this happen in the world? It's just me (laughs) clicking on it. Our space gnome is trapped in the tree, it can't get to that bug. So it's basically just me I am some sort of god following this little guy around and clicking on stuff. Helping
1: him out, but not solving everything for him, yeah. Well, you are solving it for him, yeah. Yeah, you're you're
0: god. Yeah, so there's bits of that in the first one, but this one is just really blatant. This one in particular, (laughs) let's just take it all the way over there. I'm not sure I really agree with that. It just feels a bit easy for them to do and doesn't really tie into... What is the space gnome doing? Because no. half the time the space gnome has to do stuff and the other half, it's me clicking on stuff that just makes it happen. It feels a little weird. Mm. Anyway, get that done. Go to the left. See the snail guy with the hammer. Go into his house. There's a huge cauldron here. You can alter where the funnels that go into it, where they're sort of pointed. See. I think the first one I figured out was the monkey. There's a mm-hmm. sort of there's a sort of monkey that you can get to hop around from plant to plant, and it will shake seeds loose into the funnel. That's right. Yeah. To get the water, <sighs> I don't know. I found it a little frustrating. You can get the jar and you get the cork from the jar. Mm-hmm. Then ant eater again and baby ant eater. You have to knock the baby over by clicking on it as the parent is picking it up then you can shove the cork in the hole so that it will stop stealing the water all the time so you can pump water into the cauldron and there were two more funnels but i and let me look at my notes but i don't remember them really being important yeah
1: there were definitely other i think there was three pipes or whatever or funnels or something like that, but i think you only need i think you just need or, the seeds and the water yeah yeah i don't really maybe,
0: maybe that one's just there for a red herring then it is possible once you heat up the liquid, it pours out. Snail Man drinks it, falls asleep. You can steal his hammer to use to knock on the robot so that it will let you in. Yeah, yeah. Because there was nothing else I could have grabbed anywhere that I could have just <laughs> knocked on it and it would have let me in. A stick. <laughs> so, where would you find a stick in this totally wooden world? <laughs> yeah, you can head down the ladder now. This puzzle I didn't like. There's just too many steps and too many things that seem to have to happen at exactly the right time. There are all sorts of pill bugs crawling up and I needed to walk through for this because I didn't get it. I could wake up the, I guess it's a monkey. I could wake that up. I could click on the bugs and get them to fall, but I didn't know that I had to click the monkey to wake it up and click on the bug at just the right time so that it would eat the bug right? Yeah. and then throw up the bug. And then the fly I found, because I think I hopped on the pipe right away, so the fly's buzzing around and annoying me. It's going to eat the vomit, and then I think you have to hop on the pipe to get the vomit to fall down so it'll fly around again. I wanted to actually do something, not just jump. I don't know. It just didn't feel right. Something about this whole screen to me just didn't feel right. I'm sure for probably most people, it's easy, and they... Don't even remember it because they just flew through this one? Yeah, because
1: you're just trying to get the fly caught in the web, aren't you? And then you use the fly as like a swing?
0: Yes. Yeah. It just feels like too many steps.
1: I mean, yeah, but that's what this whole game is really, isn't
0: it? It's just too many steps. But There's something about this one, though, that just really bothered me as I was playing it. And I think it was that whole timing thing of you have to click the bug, maybe just the exact right spot to make it work. Yeah, does, otherwise it there, just falls down.
1: Yeah, there does seem to be a timing. That, like They've gone with timing as a theme in this one, because the, the, the very last puzzle I struggled with, because uh,
0: that's a timed kind of puzzle as well. We go to a fridge room. And again, I'm going to admit I did have to do a walkthrough for this because I didn't quite get what's going on. I could click on their fridge. A rat would come out. Mm-hmm. I could go into the next room, grab a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get the flashlight to do anything in this room. Didn't really know what was going on didn't realize i needed to open the fridge wait for the mouse to get to the hole and then click on the hole twice to get sort of a an extra outlet that i could plug in so that the light and the refrigerator could be on at the same time you know i don't need the light to be on because i have a flashlight now but all <laughs> right fine
1: but that's not for here that's for dan there.
0: yeah but the rest of it is pretty straightforward once it starts <laughs> It it's on and so it starts rattling and moving. Yeah. Leaving a drain cover. Oh, there's this string and a hook here. I wonder what I do. So I click on that. I can go down now. Down here, pretty easy puzzle. There's just water and valves. A, a flush. Yeah, it's like
1: yeah. <laughs> emptying a toilet kind of thing.
0: And as soon as you get the water to go lower, click on the next thing so the water will stay at that level and just keep going until you can get to the next section. A semi-long <laughs> scene of our space gnome with a flashlight crawling up and around. And then we get into the next section, which took me a couple minutes to figure out there are valves that move the water, but you need to connect all the red dots on the valves. That's all it was. I was trying something else that was totally wrong.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's like, here's what we we need you to put it here. Just do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's done.
0: So that takes us to the next sort of cutscene of Our space gnome climbing through tiny tunnels, getting up to a room that I didn't quite understand until I watched the walkthrough. I had gotten it, but I didn't know why. I sort of stumbled through the answer on this one. So, in this one, there is the conveyor belt where an alien is filling fruit into the jars. And we have the machinery that's controlling the conveyor belt, which is the stupidest conveyor belt because it basically brings a jar in, and then takes it away again. It's not way very belts <laughs> work. But anyway, you can take a coin on a string so that you don't have to keep pumping coins mm. in. You just have the same coin. To push number one, a robot comes out with a wrench. And you use that to undo the nuts that are on the machine. But there are two different kinds. So for that, you need to press number two, which gives you a different wrench, mm. which is what I didn't understand. Okay. I thought I was getting the same wrench twice. Ah, okay. (laughs) So I didn't understand why I couldn't use it. I couldn't figure it out. And I just played around with it enough that I went, it's got to be the wrench. It's got to work on this one. And it did, but I didn't understand until I watched that walkthrough part that there are two different sizes and that's why it worked. Mm. So it makes sense if you're more observant than me. (laughs) Probably most people go back and luckily... We don't have to get the full cutscene of him going all the way back. It kind of fades out, and then you're back, I think, in the fridge room. Mm -hmm. Walk over. The alien is now downstairs trying to fix the machine in the stupidest way possible. All we did was push, like, the cable so that the pulleys aren't moving anymore. It should be really obvious. That's the only thing in the machine. (laughs) Not a very smart engineer. (laughs) But you're going to climb up the ladder. Take out all the fruit so that Sam, our space gnome, can hop in and be jarred and take to the next section. Sounds safe. (laughs) To the the juicing section. (laughs) To the blender. It really feels like just walking along next to the conveyor belt would be a much smarter idea. (laughs) Yeah. Here's where we get to our big bad boss. And by that, I think it is the boss of this factory. Yeah, I did need a walkthrough for this one because there's one thing I just did not realize, and it's obvious and stupid that I missed it. This is another timed puzzle, isn't it? Yeah, you got to do it in the right moment. In a way. It didn't bother me as much as the other one, though. When our character lands, the boss is basically going to push a button that's going to drop a snot bubble that's going <laughs> to <laughs> lasso him and bring him up into the hole in the ceiling. And that's the part that I didn't see, was that there was that button, and I need to deal with that button. Yes. Because I figured out the bone, and moving that, and getting the dog to switch directions, the hat was getting sucked into the fan. Yep. I got that. I can turn the TV off and annoy the guy. That's great, but I didn't see the one thing I needed, which was that button. Ah, right, yeah. So, while the hat is being eaten up by the fan, and he turns to grab that, you can get the button drop your main character down and here's the only probably tricky timing part is getting him back behind the chair so that he can't be immediately sucked back up again Mm -hmm. but get your character to push the boss forward push the button the boss now actually i think the boss pushes the button himself and gets (laughs) sucked up into the snot lasso dropping a key and Now you and your dog are together again. Hooray. And I went, well, that's much shorter than I thought it would be. And it's not much longer, but there is a whole nother section to go. Because as our little characters are on their way home, they run out of fuel, which means they have to crash into what looks like a giant wooden bug planet and get a ride in a taxi. Yes. Parachutes in space. (laughs) That's interesting (laughs) i had trouble with this one this was a timing thing that i just didn't quite get because you can get the dog to push the pole that our character stuck on because of the parachute Mm -hmm. but you sort of have to click on sam at just the right time for him to hop off right and so for a long time i was doing every other puzzle on the level except that because i thought oh i've got to do something else first i've got to give him a pair of scissors or something and I just wasn't getting it. I had the butterfly, I had the butterfly on the flower. I even figured out how to get the the timing of everything so that when the sort of tongue comes out of the flower, it can flip over the bug that's obviously struggling. Right. <laughs> what what am I missing here? <laughs> what does he need? The dog can't go do anything else. I can't leave the screen. What do I need to do? So I needed the walkthrough just no, it's a tricky timing, but do it right here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just wasn't doing it at the exact right time. Your favorite guy's back. Yeah. <laughs> here he is smoking away. And it looks like the same animation as before. I think they just imported it. Yeah, it's definitely the same one. But he's trying to blow rings. I'm like, you don't blow rings that way. <laughs> Goofy looking guy. But he wants his pipe. So you have to take one of the bells from his hat. Put it on a branch, which will attract the bird so that you can knock over the nest, which has the pipe. Mm-hmm. But Now I need my tobacco. All right, guy. Send my dog <laughs> down a hole. There's some sort of dog badger down there. You have to get the dog to pee on a glowing flower three times. Drink the water, pee. Drink the water, pee. Drink the water, pee. Now you can see the bone that you can give and... Yeah, I, the repetitive nature of that was just annoying. I yeah. didn't understand the point of it. Do you like that? Do you like having to do No, I,
1: I'm not into that repetition for puzzles. Because like, then it becomes a case of you just clicking everything multiple times over and over again. But you're getting the same animation, but you're like, oh, but something might pop. If I do it three or five times, you know,
0: and yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not into that. With that, though, he's got his tobacco, he's got everything. He opens up the lamp above his head, a firefly comes out, lights his tobacco, and then you can follow the firefly. It doesn't really do anything. Lights the way, that's it, yeah. It wasn't dark, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, yeah. There's a taxi, the driver is sleeping. I figured out many things before I figured out that there's a way to walk up the mountain. I need to walk through for that because I just didn't click on the mountain. Even though there's a very obvious path. Yeah, yeah. It's but tiny and it's in the back, but it's obvious. I should have clicked on it. And the the, the lighthouse itself as well. You can go inside. Oh, no, I did all of that. You that's the that thing. is, that I pretty much did everything. Oh, so you did. Well, you woke come up. You gave him the coffee and... And then he said he needed fuel and that's when I was thinking, okay. So that's what the machine down there does. Right. I picked up the balloon right away. Didn't know what it was for. Had hmm. no idea what was going on. Yeah, so I figured out all that, but you really shouldn't do that. Yeah, you should go do the other part first. Mm -hmm. So go up the mountain, don't do what I do, and figure it all out except put the balloon there because (laughs) you're just wasting your time. Mm -hmm. So very first thing, put the balloon at the top to catch the seal farts, which is the fuel that I guess it uses. It's ecologically friendly, I guess. (laughs) Grab a plant, tickle one of the seals to wake it up so it'll fly around, and also it'll drop the pitchfork. Mm -hmm. so that you can feed them the food, so that they will fart, and you can... Fill a balloon with farts. Yeah, you need to move the funnel so it's over the correct one, and push the button so that it does collect it, and not just let it go. (laughs) (laughs) And again, I think this is three times. Yeah. Then you go down and you can do all of the other stuff. So to fuel it, you need to put the balloon on the machine, you need to hop on the taxi a few times so that it'll be low enough, and then send the tube across, and then push the fuel in. Yeah, I kept on
1: messing. I had to fill that balloon up, I don't know, man, about seven, eight, nine, ten times. I just couldn't get it to work. The timing, I pushed it out, pressed the button, but by that time, the taxi was going back up again or something like that. I just kept on missing it and kept on having to go back
0: and do that whole <laughs> balloon thing again, man. I was pretty lucky. I did mess it up, but somehow just clicked enough so that it worked and the light came on and i was so relieved because i did not <laughs> want to have to go do that part again
1: oh, i did it a ton I, I think i've got a video of it like i'm gonna just like do fast forward footage of how many times i screwed this puzzle <laughs> up man
0: i was getting really annoyed by the end of it once inside the lighthouse you can make some coffee just <laughs> water and coffee I don't know if there's anything... There's four bottles there. There's rum and something else. I don't know if you do anything differently, like if you put rum in the coffee, if anything happens. I didn't try. I did try. I tried I, a lot he, of... He just spits it out,
1: doesn't he? He just like...
0: Yeah, he just. Oh, is that what he does? Okay. I did try a number of things, but it didn't seem to work. I, I don't know what was going on. So, again, that was all before I realized what I was really supposed to be doing. So this time, I just went right for the coffee... Right, and ring the bell, which makes him open his mouth. It doesn't wake him up. No, just makes him open his mouth for some reason. Pour in the coffee, since I already had the fuel in. Like, okay, it's good to go. Let's go. <laughs> so hop in, and you fly to the home planet. They have a little party, dance, drink. The driver takes off. The dog pees on the fire because I've already got that animation. <laughs> just use, just milk that animation. It's happy and cute and done. Yeah. Point and click, like I said, a lot of times some logic I don't really like. Some of the stuff that felt like it was very specific to timing. But overall, it's incredibly cute. I love the way that the environments of this game look. And there's something to a short puzzle game like this that makes me much more likely, I think, to play it multiple times in the future instead of just going, I don't know if I can do all of that again. Right. And I think that I'm definitely in the mood for more of this sort of short puzzle adventure and probably something that in the next year or so I'm going to be doing a lot more of.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I I like this. And I, I like how the company's developed and grown into their other games. I've played, I, 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 I call it machinarium. You call it machinarium. Um, but I've played that and it's more of the same. Uh, I, think you'll, I think you'll really enjoy that because that's like their first... I think it's their first full-length game. I'm pretty sure it is. Everything they've done before that, they've done things like they did. They, they'd done little flash games for the BBC. They did a flash game for the like. Do, do, do you remember the band Polyphonic Spree? Um, they did a, a little online flash game for them. They did a, a flash game for Nike back in the like 2005 or something like that, 2004. So they they just slowly built up their reputation, and they've not over stretched themselves or something like that. they've just gone real nice and slowly and developed into this i don't know I, I really like i really like what they're selling now you know um like right all the way up to like chuchel and and yeah like the happy game i want to play a happy
0: game but and Greeks comp- as well like Creeks, i think we both have Creeks. that and it's on our short list so i would suspect us to play that Have you've you, you played it yeah i haven't played it yet
1: i've got ah, okay it. you got it all right Yeah. So, yeah, and like like I said, I can't wait to see their new game. Just
0: uh, it's not out yet, but probably by the time this comes out. So, I think that would be fair warning to you, the listeners. We probably will be playing some of these games in the future. Gaps fill the more gaps created.